This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tressida on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week's guest is actor Jessica Markey. Jessica competed in the state finals of Miss World Australia and is the first openly pansexual person to do so. We chat about why it was important for her to compete, the surprising amount of camaraderie in the competition, plus her acting career and where she wants it to take her. We also have a wonderful chat about what her passion, purpose and messages are. Real humans are me. Real humans are you. That's what makes the world so unique. So why exclude certain people? Because it doesn't match your criteria. Your criteria is stupid. No, let's change it. Jessica recently competed in Miss World Australia. I asked her whether she had been in pageants before. That was actually my first pageant. I I never competed in any beauty pageants before. So it was a really nice new experience. Why did you get involved? Honestly, at first, I I just I always sort of looked at pageants and I didn't really know what they were about. But I realized that with a beauty pageant, I would just have a bigger platform and a louder voice to just really speak about the things that I believe in. And I just wanted to to do it so that I could also have that voice and just continuously talk about like, you know, the LGBTQIA plus rights and talk about multiculturalism, talk about diversity and just especially because I'm originally from Italy and I just thought, okay, as an immigrant, it would be absolutely perfect to represent Australia like this plus also being a pansexual woman. I don't think there has ever been any pansexual women in a beauty pageant before. So I was like, that's I just really want to do that and represent my community, you know? Okay, so this was Jess's first pageant and she wanted to use it as a platform to amplify her voice. How did she find the pageant? Did a friend tell her about it? Did she go looking for it? Well, to be completely honest, it's a bit of an underwhelming response. (laughs) I just saw it online and I was like, you know what? For Miss World, uh, you need the maximum age is 27 and I'm turning 27 this year. So I was like, ah, let me just apply. Like it was, it's very anti-climax story. I just saw it. I applied. I thought I'm only young once. I'm going to do it because it's the last year that I can do it and that I can be part of it. So that's literally what happened. And then I got in. So it's not very ex- exciting. <laughs> I think it's cool I though. Just, Almost yeah. serendipitous. Yeah. I saw it. I applied and I got it. I'm like, great. Wonderful. Now, and, and then the, the really interesting thing as well is that I was talking about it with my best friend recently is being part of Miss World Australia just made me, it made me realize so much more about myself. And, and I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I didn't realize how much of an advocate I was of everything that I believe in. Like I mentioned before, diversity, multiculturalism, LGBTQIA plus rights. I never realized how much I wanted to make a difference until I, I was given this platform and I was get doing a little bit more interviews and how much I realized my voice was strong and how I was so passionate about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can make a difference. I need to continuously do this. So Miss World really helped me in like in pursuing it more and realizing how, you know, quote unquote powerful I can be and any woman really can be. 
Here I asked Jess about what her audience looked like. Was there an audience? A judging panel? Who was she addressing? Yeah, so there were about 150 to 200 people there. And there was a judge, I think 150. And there was a judging panel as well. And yeah, just being able to stand there strong with that microphone, looking at everybody and just really talking from the bottom of my heart about what what I think is important. And I, I, I don't know if, if you saw my little speech that I did, but um, yeah, just talking to all of the people there. And it was really nice because I got a really good response from people. Everybody clapped. That was, that was nice. <laughs> I think it's really cool that Jess wanted to use a pageant to spread her message. I said that I thought it was especially interesting because a pageant seems like a wild way to do it. Yeah, especially also because I feel like pageants can be looked at in a negative light. You know, people go, okay, it's only about being beautiful. And do you know what? Like, of course, part of it is that, but it really just depends on the person that is competing in that pageant. What do they want? Do they, are they doing that just because they think it's, you know, a beauty contest or do they actually have an advocacy that they want to spread awareness of? And basically all of the girls there had their own advocacies, whether it was mental health, whether it was cleaning the environment, their own passions. And they would talk about that, which is really beautiful to see because it's, it's just, it's not about what you look like on the outside. For me, it's not anyway, but it's about what, what you give, what you, what you put out in the world, what, what you're trying to do to make it better. Before we move into talking about what else you do, I wondered if there was something about being in Miss World Australia that you don't think people would know, like maybe some behind the scene goths or is there something that mm. isn't as glamorous maybe on the outside as, as it is when you're actually there or? Do you know what? Like there nothing extremely funky fresh, nothing too scandalous. The but <laughs> but the thing that I did notice that I was very surprised about is the how much you actually create a sisterhood. And I know it sounds really cheesy. And all the time that I did see it on social media, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, you're all in a competition. I don't know if that's true. But when you're actually backstage with all of the girls. It was so beautiful because everybody was hyping each other up. Everybody was just there to make each other happy and just just hype each other up before we actually went on stage. And I didn't actually think that was going to happen. I thought I was going to be in my own little spot and everybody was going to be in their own little thing, thinking about themselves. But no, everybody was so supportive. That's And I actually made some really great friends with it that I I... I I didn't go in thinking I was going to make friends because I, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, but it, it was great. It was like it was like a little sisterhood backstage, which was really nice. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Do you think that was the best part of competing? I think the best part was me spreading my message. That's what I wanted to do. That was my main, that was the best part, being able to share my truth and say what I really believe in and being heard. Because even even although I didn't get through to the nationals, I was still able to speak my truth. And I, 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 there was like, a, what, 150 people that heard it. And I'm sure that I would have made an impact on somebody because I, I had a few people messaging me on Instagram saying they loved what I said, which is all I wanted to begin with, to make a slight little impact, you know. And then after that, of course, making friends with the girls. <laughs> yeah, you have to say that in case they're listening. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to say that. I love you guys. <laughs> 
We've been through the best parts of Jess's time in Miss World Australia. It wouldn't be how do you do that if I didn't ask, what about the worst part or parts? Mm, I mean, look, like anything, I feel like it's not like it was the worst part, but like going on, (laughs) the amount of nerves I had, it was like, I, I think I was dying inside. Like, I think I was, it was like death inside. I'm like, I am, I'm, I'm dying, but let's just hope that my makeup and my hair is going to disguise the fact that I'm dying. <laughs> but as I watched the videos, I'm like, oh, good. I hid it pretty well. No, I don't, I don't think there was like a, a bad part of that sort. Okay. So there wasn't a hugely bad part and it's really great that Jess has come out of it with a good experience. Yeah. Like I said, all I wanted was to sort of share my message and I didn't get through and I don't I don't really know why so I'm just going to continuously whether it's going to be pageants or not pageants I just want to continuously spread my message and hopefully be one of the first people that can represent Australia as an immigrant because look Australia is full of immigrants and it's what makes Australia so great and I would love to be like one of the first people that represents Australia like that and that is also short Miss Universe at the moment is five foot three. I'm five foot two, tiny little thing. Um, and I just want to like, I, you know, what is all these rules that you need to be a certain height? What is this rules that you need to be a certain look? No, let's be realistic to what Australia is. And that's the same as like what I want to do in the industry that I'm in now with acting. You need to be a certain way sometimes. And it's like, no, no, no. Why? Jess and I have chatted pageants and acting. What are Jess's career goals? Look, I would love to do acting like, you know, full time. I'm, I'm already doing acting full time, but it's, uh, you know, the life of an actress or an actor is really just to continuously do auditions until you land something. So right now I'm in a play, which is really exciting. Um, but I would love to do, you know, screen acting as my main gig. You know, that would be the goal as not as a the, the end would the end goal would be to actually be an actress but like uh, with my accent, with uh, my look, not having to do different accents, for example, an American accent. Like I will say this all the time, but of course I will. I think it's great to learn new skills and to put on accents. And I think it's brilliant. And I will continuously do that because why not? You're learning new new skills. Like I think it's that's great. It shows how versatile you can be. But how about actually having a person that is a human like me? that this is what I sound like. I exist in the world, so why should I not exist on screen? So that would be the the my main, my goal. That's my goal. I want to just sort of break that stigma because there's so many people like me in the world that English isn't their first language and they need to sort of put on some other accent to match. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's really represent the world as it is, even in movies. So that yeah. would be like my goal. I would love to do that. And then obviously, like, because I love acting in general, just being able to do roles with different accents, of course. But that's what I would love to get at, you know? Did younger Jessica always know that she wanted to be an actress? Young Jessica wanted to be in the industry so badly, Mm -hmm. so badly. And I, I was always singing, I was always dancing, I was always pretending. But where I'm from, it's, and I don't know if it's an Italy thing, but where I'm from specifically, the arts isn't necessarily a thing. And I never really, I I did singing lessons and dance lessons, 
but I, I, it could never really be a final goal because everyone's like, okay, well, you need to f- study so you can become someone. Um, and this was never really an option until I came here and realized how much there was of drama and musicals. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is where I belong. And I started to do it again. And I've always been in love, love with it, but actually getting the realization that's like, I can actually do this for my work, for my life. It's, that was life-changing. That's why I would probably never go back to Italy to live there. But here is, like, here's my home. Australia is my home. Mm-hmm. I have. I did drama when I first came from Italy and I did it like, you know, extracurricular activities. And then I've also done a few training here with like Les Chantry, which is a pretty well-known um, teacher here in Sydney. Uh, ben Matthews, I've done a few courses at NIDA. I have a few courses that I've done here for acting. And then I'm currently doing a musical theater course as well, because I thought it would be really good to mix my acting and my singing together, but know exactly how to do it. So I know the correct technique and I'm not just randomly... <laughs> you know, doing it in front of a screen, pretending that I'm doing karaoke and like doing it properly. And I'm doing that now. I'm continuously training. I think it's always like the more you know, there's no such thing as like being too trained. I think it's good to just continuously do it so you always improve and grow. So Jess has trained and continues to train as an actor. I wanted to know if her acting experience helped her during the pageant. Do you think that your work in acting informed, like you said, you got nervous. Was that because mm. it's a different, a diff, totally different sphere to what you're used to with acting? Probably, although huh, I got nervous because there's a lot of people there. And it was the first time that I had to like put on my walk and walk in a sexy way and make sure that I don't fall, make sure that my dress is not going under my heels. And then it's really cheesy, but like I had my family there and my my two best friends and I don't know what it is about me, but I was feeling so grateful and so backstage. I was like crying, trying to cry without tears because I didn't want to ruin my makeup. So I'm just there like, <laughs> don't, don't get the tears out. Um, because I was like, oh, this is, so, I'm so grateful. But that that was why I was so nervous because my family was there watching me and I knew that they were so proud of me and that just made me so happy and that made me cry. And I still haven't, I didn't even go on stage yet and I was already crying because I knew that they were going to be proud of me. And the girls were like, why are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just really grateful. <laughs> Speaking of Jess's family, Jess is Italian. I wanted to know about her background. I moved here when I was 15. So almost, I I basically did half of my life there and half of my life here. Where exactly in Italy? I know you're curious. I was too. North of Italy, it's called Bergamo. Nobody knows where that is. It's like two hours from Milan and two hours from Switzerland. So it's in the mountains. Nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's cute. It's all right. Sometimes (laughs) you'd get like cows walking down the street and then leaving poop everywhere. And then you're like, great, beautiful. (laughs) I digressed. We were talking about how her acting informed her work in the pageant. Let's find out if the pageant taught her anything to help her acting career. What doing the pageant made me realize is that I'm stronger than I think I am and that I have a much, a very important message that I want to get out. And it just made me realize that I can, that I can do that, that I have a voice, that I am heard, that I'm here. I'm here to take space and I'm here to be heard. That's what 
Miss World Australia sort of made me realize it intertwines with acting because my message is so I'm putting it forward with acting as well. So, yes, I, I, I think so. And I have to give thanks to like acting and musical theater and everything that I do for being confident on being on that Miss World Australia stage. Because let me tell you, if I didn't train all my years of acting and musical theater, I don't know how I would have been able to do that at Miss World Australia because it's nerve-wracking and being able to literally fake it till you make it and putting on a face and I'm I'm just thankful that my face looks so strong in general like my features and so it kind of hides everything that I'm feeling which is kind of good but if it wasn't for all of the, the stuff that I did I I don't know how I would have I would have been able to tackle that stage lots of girls there never actually spoke in public before they've never done acting they never they're not singers it's it's the nerves that they must have felt it's incredible it's a skill in itself do you think that you'll compete in other pageants now you've done one i think so because i i really think that they really do give me a platform to talk they're giving me a platform to to really spread my message and then my message is always the same and i always and i you know i want to continuously put it push it out there because i know that there's people that can relate with what I'm saying. I think I will do it. I don't know which one specifically, but I don't think this is the end of pageantry for me. We've spoken a lot about how Jess used Miss World Australia to amplify her voice and spread her message. What is that message? For me, it's sort of like, who cares about labels? It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, you're pansexual, you're bisexual, you're straight. Who cares? Just be. Literally, just be who you want to be and who cares about the labels because for many years I struggled I struggled a lot and because I was with a woman for for seven years and I struggled a lot with understanding who I was I thought am I lesbian am I bisexual and nothing felt right to me until I came to the to the realization that I don't need to be any of that I am just sexual and that's what I am and for many years when people would ask me what my sexuality was I would just say I am just sexual and they'd be like what does that mean it just means that I'm just sexual that's it like I don't need to explain to you what I am and that's that and then as time went on I started to relate a lot more with pansexual and so that's what I sort of identify as but at the same time I'm also a very strong advocate of you don't need to know. Who cares? Who who do you need to know for? Who? For that person over there that's asking you, who is that person? Sorry, it doesn't matter. My message, yeah, who cares about labels, multiculturalism in Australia, and yeah, diversity as a whole. So diversity as a whole in terms, and it sort of spreads down to multiculturalism and LGBTQIA as a whole. Because I think we are, so as Australians, we are blessed to be in sacred first nations land right and i think that we everything that australia has is has been enriched by everything that immigration has brought it's like the pageant and the acting is fully intertwined with my message like my message doesn't change no matter what the thing is it could be a pageant it could be acting it could literally be day-to-day life i don't care it's the same message at the end of the day it's still equality inclusions for even for young girls like I feel like with everything that you see on social media nowadays, it's all filtered. It's all fake. It's just fake. And you see young girls looking at that and they probably think like, oh, I wish I could be like that. And it's like, 
it's just something that it's unattainable. Like unless you have the money to get a butt lift, unless you have the money to get fake boobs, unless you have the money to do Botox, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. Do whatever you want. But it's when you don't own up to it and when girls look at it and they think that that's what beauty is. It's That's not what it is. You just, you know what I mean? You just need to feel good on the inside. So I do that a lot on my Instagram. I post things that I look hot in because why not? Like feel confident, like show it off. But I also, if people look watch my story, I post so much stuff of me just without makeup or me looking really just uh, daggy because that's real. That's life. That is how I look 90% of the time. And it just, I feel like it needs to be shown more. And that's also another thing that I, I, I always try to do on my social media platforms, you know? And I don't edit my, my like, unless, like, some professional stuff, sometimes they edit them for me. But the stuff that I take myself on my phone, I don't edit my scene and I don't edit anything anymore. I used to because I'm like, this is real. Just show real you. The internet has definitely made it really hard to not play a game of like competition with literally everyone on the internet. Mm-hmm. You're like scrolling through Instagram and you're like, why don't I look like that? Why yeah. don't I get to do that? And it just yeah. creates a very hard mental space, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. It's great to have people like you that are advocating change. Exactly. Exactly. Love That's it. exactly what I think too. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Jessica Markey for being on the show. It's been awesome getting a tiny peek behind the world of pageants. Plus, chatting about a sense of empowerment that Jess has found within herself. If you want to know more about Jess, you can follow her on Instagram at I am Jessica Markey. That's M-A-R-C-H-I. If you love How Do You Do That and you listen every week, I would love if you can tell all of your friends, literally everyone you know. It's with your support that I can continue to make this show and I love creating it for you. So if you do love the show, I'd also really appreciate it if you could maybe give it an iTunes five-star review. I am being specific, only five stars. But if you could tell everyone you know, that really would help. Maybe they'll start listening and they'll love the show too. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.